0: This is the Empowering Health Podcast. If you're a female living with type 1 diabetes and you care about your health, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Andy Balog, and I specialize in helping women just like you navigate all things nutrition, exercise, sleep, and blood sugars so you can feel confident and in control in your body and your life with T1D. Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the pod. This is a Q&A podcast episode and if you want to ask a question to be answered in future episodes make sure you use the link in the show notes below or you can go to empoweringhealth.com.au and click podcast and you will find a form to fill out and that will basically submit it to me and then I will answer your question live in one of the future episodes. So today's episode is dedicated to Jess2209 from Instagram and she asked, how do you deal with sticky high numbers? So there are a number of different things you can do to work with sticky high numbers. Sticky high numbers are basically just highs that just do not budge. So no matter how much insulin you seem to take, they just don't budge. We've all had these. I have them you know, monthly. Um, It really tends to happen for me around my period. um, And it just depends on what what part of my cycle I'm in. Sometimes it might happen in the middle of the cycle as well around ovulation, but generally it's hormone related for me, but it could be to do with anything. Maybe you had a really high fat meal, whatever it is, I'm going to give you a few different strategies and I'm going to tell you what my favorite one is. So the first strategy, which is also my favorite, is that I will punch my blood sugar into the pump and see what amount of insulin it wants to give me I will halve that amount or thereabouts and give only half amount of the insulin it's telling me to take then I will leave my pump on with me and if you're on the Omnipod I just take my PDM with me if you if you're on a regular pump just take it obviously with you make sure it's left on and I would only do this with a CGM otherwise I would um, make sure that I have blood sugar testing equipment with me which can be a little bit more tricky so if you've got a cgm on this works really well so what you're going to do is you're just going to go for a leisurely walk it's not going to be anything really vigorous it's going to be moderate so you know kind of getting your heart rate up but nothing too crazy just like a regular walk if you take your dog for a walk that should do the trick as long as you're not dawdling Um, and it would generally be about 15 minutes 10 to 15 minutes in the blood sugars should start to drop and that is because of the insulin you've just taken and because you are using your muscles you're activating your muscles you are taking in that insulin because your blood sugars do require that insulin in order to bring them down and when you are using your muscles you are activating that insulin a lot faster the use of that insulin a lot faster it basically just gives it a little boost and says come on we need to get we need this you know we need this insulin so we're going to take it into the cells and that is going to allow us to bring the blood sugars down so that is my favorite strategy. It almost always works. Like there is very rare situations where my blood sugars don't budge at all. That might be if I've got an infection, in which case I will do what I just said and I would also add an increased temp basil on top. So you can play around with that and see what works for you. But the goal here is to not leave the pump on for the entire walk so when you start to see that those blood sugars start dropping and they're dropping quickly because they will you will need to halt the insulin your basal insulin for a for probably the remainder of your walk and probably maybe half an hour later and that will just even things out nicely what you don't want is to be Going from all the way up high, bouncing down low into a hypo. So, that is the strategy that I would use. I would make sure that I would turn that insulin off once the insulin that I gave starts kicking in. You don't wanna overdo it. Just keeping in mind while I'm on the topic of insulin is that you absolutely cannot lower your blood sugars without insulin present. It doesn't matter what else, what other strategy you want to use, there will never be a situation where your blood sugars will lower without insulin present it's just not possible so every single one of these strategies that involve um, lowering blood sugars there is always insulin in that mix as well second strategy is to increase blood flow in another way which is to take some insulin again i would recommend trying with half your bolus dose and then take a hot bath or a hot shower so bath is going to be more potent because you are laying in it and your entire body is soaking in the hot water. Therefore, you will increase blood flow better. But if you just take a hot shower, it often helps as well. So basically you're increasing blood flow. Faster blood flow means faster insulin flow. And yeah, basically it will generally lower those blood sugars quite quite well. Um, but it might not be enough. So you might need to mix a strategy, that strategy with another strategy. But That does tend to work for most people. And my third strategy is to have a far, like ultra rapid insulin on hand at home and that could just be in like a flex pen or a um, vial that you can just have a little syringe with when you need it but the brand that I would recommend is Fiasp or if you are in America and you can get your hands on some Alfreza inhalable insulin even better but Fiasp does generally do the trick so what I'll do is I'll take the full bolus amount via uh, Fiasp instead of If you're using an insulin pump or your regular um, short-acting insulin. Fiasp is quite a lot faster than a um, regular short-acting insulin. It generally will start to kick in almost instantly and you will start to notice that. Again, you could do half a dose of fiasp or half a dose of our Frezza and then go and do some exercise as well, like I just mentioned. But I would not recommend doing a full bolus plus exercise. That would generally just end in a low. So they are the three best strategies that I can recommend for sticky high blood sugars. And my favorite one, as I mentioned, was number one, where you take a little bit of insulin and you get your body moving because there is nothing better to lower blood sugars than to get moving. So, And it's obviously also going to have the benefits of just being active and you're going to feel better just because you've moved around. When you've already got high blood sugars and don't feel the best and you feel kind of sluggish, getting moving will always make you feel better. So, Jess, I hope that this helps answer your question. I hope all of you listening have gotten something out of this. Let me know if you've tried this, if you're going to try this. You can DM me on Instagram, jump into my stories or my DMs and let me know how you go with it. I'd really be curious to hear and I will talk to you guys soon. If this podcast has inspired you and you're ready for change, you can apply to work with me by clicking a link in the show notes or go to empoweringhealth.com.au and click apply for coaching. If you like this episode, please leave a five-star review and share it with other T1Ds you know so I can continue to help others. You can also find me on Instagram at the T1D Nutritionist and I'll catch you in the next episode.